When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, you got to see this, this reel on Instagram, Curtis Sweeney, the genius, the Hall of Famer, the all-time great, is literally like on a garbage pail outside on 50th Street with my new book, Citizens United, which he is on page 27. I gave him a copy of the book a couple of days ago, and he's screaming at New Yorkers walking by uh, about the book. Not only does Curtis uh, really man the ship here all weekend, every weekend, does a great show, middays, 12 to 1, every day as well. And really, and I mean this sincerely, one of the greatest radio personalities, I believe, in the history of radio in New York. And for some reason... Without any provocation, I swear to you folks, without any provocation, he has taken it upon himself to make sure my book is a New York Times bestseller. Yes. Now, why is that? Yes, what? I must proselytize this each and every day because in life, right, for a long time, the Scientologist said, you have to read Dianetics, L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, yes. You yes. have to read Dianetics. Most sold book other than the Bible, remember? They did Dianetics, say that. And they shove it in your face and they said, if you don't do anything in your life. You have to read Dianetics. Dianetics. (laughs) So I read Dianetics. And I said, for this, I wasted a part of my life. And Sid Rosemary, I was fascinated, you know, with Johnny Russo. I said, oh, my God, the Godfather. (laughs) This guy's going to take a big out of you like you won't believe. And then I saw, oh, oh, wait a second. Wow. You got the starting opening pages by John Katzmatidis and Bernard McGurk. Yes. I didn't even get a thumbnail sketch, but then I read deep into the bowels of this Citizens United. And not only was I on page 27. Yes, you were. I was on page 169, as you called Eric Adams de Blasio 2.0 before (laughs) he proved he was 2.0. And you talked about my candidacy for me. Yes, don't forget, I wrote that book seven months ago. Yes. Now everybody else has come along, including my partner, oh, Eric Adams. I wrote that seven months ago. I knew Eric Adams was no good. And I did uh, say in the book that I wanted you to win, right? So, yes, yes. so you're you... in the book twice? Oh, twice. Twice. <laughs> it uh, makes it so nice. I read it every day. Been, no, notice, look, where do I have my bookmarkers, right? <laughs> page 169 and page 27. See, here's what you become. You're either on WABC doing shows, and you're yes, great. Yes. You're um, pr- promoting my book, or... You're like a member of the Giuliani family. Yes, yes. So I was expecting to see Rudy Giuliani walk out of the grand jury in Georgia yesterday, and you standing outside the courtroom holding my book, yelling and screaming, Free Rudy, read Citizens United. Oh, in <laughs> fact, your own Lou was here on the show that I do, 12, 15, 1. And right before we went into the courtroom, we played... Leonard Skinner, free bird. Oh, I love it. To free Rudy, free Because, you know, that would have brought all the crackers out here in Georgia. They'd have been surrounding the courthouse. You're right. What a phenomenal opportunity. Yes, you blew that one. You know, I'm landslice. I know. I don't know a camera and a microphone that I don't love. 
I to- could have held your book up and I could have been railing. It could have been huge for me. Now, Jesus. I do, do want to make the point that Andrew Giuliani, who had a great run for governor, now we all love Lee Zeldin. We want Zeldin to win in yes. a big way. Yes. But the kid had a great run. You were, you were huge for him. He filled in for his father on the station yesterday. I actually called in. So did Zeldin. He was really, 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 really good. Uh, but Rudy was, in fact, in Georgia yesterday. And he's going to join me at 740. It's a big deal. But I'm still trying to figure out why he was there. What, what is well, what are they contending? Hold on a second. Yeah. He can't tell you anything. Uh, he can't, right? You're going to say, Rudy, he's, uh, I am prohibited from speaking about whatever testimony. Well, that's true, because so you can't choice. do that. Right. You can't there's do one it. of three choices. Yeah. So he either did what Trump did 440 times and take the Fifth Amendment. Probably not. That's not Rudy. Uh, Rudy probably said, hey. This is client-lawyer-privileged information. I'm not sharing it with you. Come on. You know the rules. Or, and this is something that maybe some of your friends would have done. Uh, Okay. Um, Can we take a little recess? Maybe we can make a little deal here. You know, I'm beginning to feel a little heat here. And all of a sudden, (laughs) the DEA of Fulton County would have said, Judge, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on a second. Sidebar. We got to get the feds involved here, the DOJ here. Let's get Garland on the phone. Let's cut a deal with Rudy right now. He would never do that. No, he wouldn't do that. I was going to say to you, of those three scenarios which you laid out, what do you think really did happen? Oh, client, client lawyer privilege. Yeah. Client, yeah. I, I think he's going to hang his entire reputation on that. Either that, or he will hang. You know, in days of old. <laughs> Down in Atlanta. <laughs> if you were a Yankee fan, they would have hung you from the nearest That's telephone That's pole. True. So I did mention in the book uh, seven months ago that Eric Adams was going to be Bill de Blasio 2.0. Right there, page 169 Thank for everybody you, to read. Not that I'm Nostradamus, but I've been right so far. And, of course, you ran against him. Uh, the city would be so much better off if you actually won. I jokingly said to you this morning, is Adams doing any better? Every week I ask you the same question. And you started to laugh. So he's not doing any better. No. No, no it's getting worse and worse. By the way, though, I want to compliment you because you gave a panoply of different information, not only the historical information, so important, but also about health and wellness yes, and fitness. You. Yeah, thanks. And you promoted what my father promoted for years on my Polish side, Chester, garlic. Yes, I you, did. Let me tell you a story about my father. He grew up in a Polish family, Chicago, and they would put garlic in his milk. They put garlic, garlic in everything. garlic in his milk? Yeah, garlic in his milk. The old East European attitude, this would ward off not only evil spirits, wickers and witches. Right, vampires. They, they can't, they, if you put garlic, they go, of right. course, a garlic. Right, right, right exactly. Right. And it would it cure whatever bothers you. Problem was, imagine being Polish, growing up in a family where everything was laced with garlic. My father was allergic to it. He, oh. he would blow up like a balloon. Oh, my God, like Martin Short in that movie Potluck and the Helicopter. Right. But even he said to me, son, even though it would blow me up like a balloon, even though I was allergic, we're going to test to see if you're allergic <laughs> right now. We're taking those garlic cloves and we're shoving it down your throat. We're rubbing it all over your chest. It is an amazing Much better. Let me tell you something. You rub that in your chest. It's better than Vicks Vapor Rub. Trust yes. me. So when I, I met your mom, God rest her soul, before she died, lovely, lovely, adorable lady. How old were you when your father died? Uh, 94, 92. So you were how old at that point? Uh, ooh, wow, man. I'm getting up there in years. Let's see. Yeah, you're old. Yeah, you're uh, old. I was about mm, 62. Right, so you read in the book, uh, the book is dedicated to my father, oh, Harvey. Yes. There's oh, a yeah. picture of my dad. A lot of stories about me and my dad, Little League football. I don't know the answer to this. Were you close with your father? Was oh, that... very close. Very close. Every, but I must tell you, when I read about your dad and I read about your football saga. Yeah. 
and how you were as scared uh, taking that football as you were talking to Imus each morning. <laughs> That's true. I must tell you that when I saw Harvey, I said, Harvey! <laughs> Not Weinstein. That, <laughs> no. I used to have Well, Harvey's a funny name from the Goody Odd Couple show. You know, you just mentioned Imus. And uh, when Howard Stern had me on years ago, he brought me on for a run. He didn't care about me. He couldn't care. But he thought I would come on and just vilify, eviscerate Don Imus. And I told the story yesterday that the problem was I had gotten a call in New York that morning from Mark Chernoff that Imus wanted me back. So I'm sitting there on the Howard Stern show (laughs) with one job to kill Imus, knowing the following week I'd be back with Imus. So it wasn't an easy morning. But you, you went on Stern and you did demolished Imus. I eviscerated him, and they had warned me. They had warned me in Cumulus at that time, the owners and operators. You go on with Stern. It'll be the last day you're ever on radio. We, oh, oh, because Imus was on their station. Yes. This was Mary Byrne? That, that's right. Back then? And that man behind the bulletproof glass, Lou, had walked in preliminarily, eyeballed me and Kubi and our staff, and I said to everybody there, we're dead. It's it's over. I know this guy, man. He is here to take over the morning show. They said, no, you're overreacting. I said, what the hell is he doing here? Lou, I will hate you to the day I die. I give you the Maluka, the Italian. Oh, God. No, but but the, it was easy for you to, to hate Imus because the truth is you and Ron Kuby yes. had a very successful morning show. Mm-hmm. And then when FAN fired Imus, he needed a home, and ABC was all too willing to get rid of you guys like you were garbage, like like a dirty diaper, to get Imus yeah, on yeah, the yeah, But before he did that, okay, but he I'm... was over at uh, Women's Only Radio, W-O-R. <laughs> he was negotiating with them. Yeah, that never happened. With Buckley, uh, the, the, the fish and alcohol. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. You're saying that's propaganda? No, you mean he went right yeah. to WABC yeah. oh, to take was... our morning show? Yes, and you've never gotten over that, have you? No, yeah. I haven't, although you were not part of that cabal at that time. No, I wasn't, but I certainly did a fair best job myself. So. But you lose for the, <laughs> till the day I die. Oh, Maluki, a double Maluk to you. <laughs> but anyway, let me tell you, I went on the uh, Stern Show, and actually he just wanted me to double eviscerate. Uh, I, mean, I said, wait a second. I'm also here to let you know that without Bernard McGurk, Imus would be a blind guy without a stick. You did do that. You actually made Bernie the star of the show. Absolutely, because people didn't realize that oftentimes... I miss, for whatever reason, because I would watch in the studio, would languish. He'd be at the ranch, oh, and yeah. Bernie would have to throw him lifeline after lifeline oh, yeah. after lifeline. Not only that, but, and, and, I, and Luke could tell you this, too, uh, countless interviews, which I miss did not want to work on, and Bernard would write the questions Everything. to Imus. So Imus would have a TV screen in front of him in New Mexico. He'd ask this really, really good question during the interview, which was written by our guy Bernie. Yeah, that, happened, meantime, that happened forever. Meantime, he wanted to drop the hammer on Bernie. He yes, wanted he to did. fire Bernie. Well, he, no, he did fire Bernie. And then Roger Ailes and Bo Deedle make sure they, that he rehired him when he came here to WABC. Worse, the double of all time, the double Shanda, yes. was that he lobbied against <laughs> Bernie and you yes. taking the mid-morning show from Geraldo Rivera, who was never here. Never hear. Hey, is Geraldo here today? No, 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 no. no. Uh, you think he has time to do a radio show here? Well, so, he was busy. He was on Celebrity Apprentice. He actually won. Didn't know he lost. He lost to the girl from Entertainment Tonight, uh, Geraldo Rivera, who, by the way, at this station got a 0.0. Yeah, no, no, he was never here. He was <laughs> never 0. on the air. 0. And I would say, when is Geraldo going to be on the air? Well, maybe a few months <laughs> from now, right? So I said, what's wrong with Bernie and Sid? 
Oh, well, Imus, uh, he wants Mike Lupica. Yeah. Mike Lupica? He's horrible. I, I, I've watched him on ESPN TV. I've heard him on ESPN radio. He's horrible. Writes great sports columns for the Daily News. But other than that, oh, and by the way, we're going to let him do the program from his basement in New Canaan, Connecticut. Yes. What? Yeah. That's that's what Chad said. This ain't going to work. No, he's not doing the show. Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. But the fact that Imus would be lobbying against the both of you, and what I and others did is we bum-rushed uh, Chad in that office. Yes, you did. He had the contract on his table. Page 27. All he had to do was sign it, and it would have been a fait accompli. It would have been Mike Lupica. But he didn't sign Snoring it. radio. The great Chad Lopez. Has great instincts. He did not sign it. Let me ask you this on the way out. Thing you've been, how long have you been doing radio? Well, on the way out, do you know something I don't know? Yeah, you, I, no, I don't mean the building. I mean, oh. <laughs> you never know. I never take that for granted. Every day they lend us the microphone. Uh, Every right. day they can take it back. Believe me, it's been taken away from you me. Said a you said you were no Shadamas. <laughs> A prognosticator. What do you know? What do you know? I don't know anything. You're good. You know, we're all neurotic neurotic in radio. Yes, we're all nervous. How many years have you been doing this now? Uh, 33 years. 33. Four years of my life at AM 970, the answer, I will never get back. Oh, you know that too? I don't believe anybody listened to me. I did morning drive in a place called Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey, a placebo city. I never saw anybody get in and out of their car, go in and out of their house. When I said, hey, I got to go back. I got to do afternoon drive at the Hotel Pennsylvania with all the rats and the scourge. And I I need to catch the Port Authority bus back. They said, well, you got to go up and catch it on the boulevard. I said, what boulevard? Boulevard. (laughs) That's the name of it. Boulevard. Boulevard. That's the name. It was like out of the twilight zone. I know. I know. Uh, But you've had this amazing career. When I say things like you're a Hall of Famer, I really mean that. I think you're you're great at this. Oh, by the way, Wade, you left one thing out. So then I I do afternoon drive in the window of the Hotel Pennsylvania, and guys are coming by with their toolies going, gee, is this bulletproof or not? Can I test this out? (laughs) And you know who my partner was? Who? Former Governor David Patterson. Oh, that's right. I knew that. And I yes. said, like yeah. Henny Youngman, yeah. take my wife. Well, well, he did. And he did, That's right? weird, I know. Proving, kind of weird that, the guy, that love is blind. No, I, love see, is see blind. See what he did? Love is blind. David yes. Patterson. Love very is good. blind. It doesn't bother you that he's on in the afternoons and bangs your ex-wife? It doesn't bother you? Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay. In right. fact, the more you want misery, the more the better. <laughs> It's like, all right, so listen like to Kathy Bates. I, I, I hated James Conn. He sued me. He sued me. I know that. And I love that movie, Misery, when Kathy Bates said, bang, but broke both his ankles. And he said, oh, but I love you. Who hasn't sued you? Uh, in the final 30 seconds, 30 seconds, Curtis Lee was a valued opinion. Uh, keep you out of it. Who was the greatest Radio talk show host you've ever heard. Bob Grant, king of all talk and, and radio. People say, yeah, he was. Without, huh? I mean, he could change on a dime. People would call up, Bob, I love you. Get off my phone, yeah, you yeah. But I love you, I love you. Yeah. He would flip. He would have a dominatrix come into the studio and whip him in the studio. What? Yes. I mean, this wasn't just theater of the mind like what I do. This right. is the real deal. Oh, my God. I love the king of talk radio, Bob Grant, wherever you are, Bob, because without him, I'd never be in talk radio. Right. They say, you take that urchin out of here, that street thug, that mama loot. <laughs> and Bob said, no, you got to have Curtis on because he knows where the bones are buried and who true. buried them. It's true. No, he By did, the way, you've got to get this book, Sid Rosenberg, <laughs> Citizens United, Salacious Spiel Story Suggestions and Solutions to Withstand a Woke World. It is a life-altering experience. If you can't buy it, steal it.